Hello, I am RJ Cozane, but you already know that, and you are watching PGH Museum's Art Talk at pghmuseums.org. It's our, I think, third interview since taking the hiatus with a big pandemic break, which we've been talking about before the camera even started rolling, because you did some crazy stuff. <laughs> and I just want to hop right into it. Not with that, though. I'm going to save that a little bit for later. Okay. I am here with Phaedra Hunter, RDF Art Studio. Yes. Um, you do so much stuff that I could pare it down if I wanted to, okay. but I don't know how because we have these lovely portraits behind us. You were showing me celebrity portraits in here. Mm -hmm. um, we have like abstractions over here. There are miniature dollhouses upstairs, yes. first of all. So <laughs> we will be taking an adventure later in that. But if you had to describe what you do, because I've seen that you describe most art medium forms, all art medium forms, what would you, how would you describe what you do? Art Talk is made possible with your support. Become a sustaining supporter at pghmuseums.org support. And with support of the Society to Preserve the Milvo Murals of Max Ivanka, whose mission is to conserve and protect for permanent public exhibition the nationally recognized Maxovanka murals within St. Nicholas Croatian Catholic Church in Pittsburgh. Learn more at vankamurals.org. Um, I would describe mixed mix medium um, art because I like to experiment and mix different mediums. So, for example, this portrait, it was done with chalk, her skin, and the background was paint and Certain little detail things was done with, uh, uh, like a high quality, uh, uh, what is it, like a colored pencil, mm -hmm. just to kind of sharpen things up. Um, I put the real jewels on, uh, you know, just to give it a little pop out, unique, little different little mix to it. Um, so this is considered one of my mixed medium art pieces yeah for sure so that's what i do just experiment with different mediums textures um items <laughs> cool and you are so accomplished that the reason that i found out about you mm -hmm. um when brian was telling me because brian knows everyone we know this who's behind mm -hmm. the camera hello brian crawford is that you have a piece hanging up in ed ganey's office yes the I did. mayor yeah. of pittsburgh yes yeah. how in the world first of all <laughs> shout out to ed ganey hello <laughs> Thank you for hanging her art. How Thank did this you. happen? So his wife has an initiative program for all the local artists that's in um, Pittsburgh's area. Mm -hmm. And um, a while back, before he actually was the mayor, um, he was doing book bag drafts here in the city, um, Lincoln Lemonson um, area. And I was doing uh, local celebrities. Mm -hmm kind of before I started doing major celebrities. Um, so he was one of the local celebrities that was uh, prominent and everybody knew and, you know, respected. And he was doing great things with the community. So he was a perfect person for me to ambush with a huge portrait at one of his book bag drives. Um, so when he got elected in the office, he rem I was one of the people that he remembered. And mm -hmm. his wife is doing this art thing. So they reached out. And, you know, and pretty much that's how it happened. Yeah, cool. And yeah. you aren't the only one that's hanging up in there because I see, like, press photos of him and I see so many, like, different mm -hmm. walls with different things on it. But it is 
really cool to see a photo and I'm like I know yes. whose art that is Thank not you. that one day I won't know the other <laughs> artist please reach out and sit in this chair but right. a chair in your house because we come to the artist space to see how okay. you work what you do <laughs> but um, it is super cool to see that in there and to see that yeah. connection thank you it was yeah. definitely very great great opportunity yeah and how did you decide like what you wanted to like present to have that even in there like how do you give something away <laughs> I know so well, she had the way she had it set up was different months that you could kind of submit your artwork. So that particular month, um, I can't remember exactly what it was about, but I I chose I want to say one of these pieces, and um, it might have been might have been Black History Month. I'm not sure, mm -hmm. but it was something along those lines. So every month was a different theme. Okay. So I jumped in on that particular theme. That makes sense. Yeah. Themes are where it's yeah, easy it was for us to kind of do it, <laughs> exactly. get in there and work exactly. in that. Um, you talked about local celebrities, and I saw that you also did like album artwork for like mm -hmm. a, a local rapper in the area. Mm -hmm. Forgive me if I say his name wrong. I should know it. <laughs> Yell at me, okay. uh, Ruzi Vru. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. How does that come out? About? Because that was that. crazy. Okay. Yeah. 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 He um, he's a follower of man um on well friends on fa on Facebook. Um, I seen I noticed him in his group. You know, they were doing pretty much the same thing I was doing: footwork, hitting the pavement, going to different establishments, trying to get themselves out in there. Pittsburgh. Yeah, <laughs> and he reached out to me. He noticed my artwork. You know, he said, "You know what? That'll be a really nice look on an album cover." One thing happened to another. We made it happen, and did you it get turned out really any nice. direction at all, or was it yeah. just like, yeah. do what you want? No, he gave me everything. We're sticking with <laughs> he the had theme. A <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, us he musicians had a always have the vision. Yes, he definitely had a vision, and 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 it was funny. It's a funny little story backstory with it, but um, he changed it uh, maybe two times. You know, okay, uh, that's <laughs> through the process. low. That's a low amount of times that artists will ask you to change things around. <laughs> right, so but it was under it was understandable changes. <laughs> um, they lost a group member. So I had to like scratch them um, out. Yeah, I had to kind of like, you know, but you know, you're in music, so you know how those type. That's why yes. I said it was an understandable change. Yeah. I was able to work around it and work with it, and it all came out perfect. <laughs> good. That is good because when it doesn't come out perfect, it's like, oh man, what's the next change going to be? Exactly. I try not to be that person. Sometimes I am with the editing here, but. It's fine. We get the products out and we do the right, job. Right, right, right. Uh, and then you're also known, I was sticking in the portraits because you also do celebrity portraits. Mm -hmm. um, and I saw recently that you somehow got edited into the, the DMX documentary on HBO Max, which I haven't seen yet. It's in the queue along with like a million other things. Yeah. But you've done celebrity portraits for like Beanie Siegel. We were talking about like Freeway, mm -hmm. um, some of the people from The Locks mm -hmm. and a bunch of people from that have come, like, to the improv. Right, right. Um, How do you decide... First of all, no. DMX, documentary. Mm -hmm. How... Was it just you, like, and they someone was filming <laughs> you and was edited in? Like, what? I have no... I still don't know how to... <laughs> so, okay. Um, just from interacting with different people throughout the city and, you know, popping up on people, they pretty much know who I am. So, with a... Person like DMX, that I guess the person who brought them out really wanted to impress. They mm -hmm. really wanted to, you know. So I was uh, 
introduced to certain people who was bringing them out. Um, they literally told me, like, I had a cue, like, like, cause he's somebody important. So it wasn't yes. one of those run up things or nothing like that. Yeah. So that situation, I was able to actually be on stage with him, um, like okay. throughout the whole performance. Um, like I was almost like a part of his entourage. I'm sure that was intense night. too. Not really. DMX's fans, really. Well, a cool calm. No, the fans were definitely turned to the max. Yeah. But his entourage was pretty mature and pretty. They weren't turned up because I was kind of like, I can't believe I'm like hanging with DMX. Right. Yeah. Like, so everything was beautiful and he was the most humblest. I mean, he almost like cried. Um, I had some footage on my page of it and I mean, he was so like surprised. There's definitely emotion. Oh, yeah. I did see at least a picture. You know, and I was so proud. So it was a great moment. Um, Another one that I can remember that was. Similar to that was Ja Rule. He had mm-hmm. came out. And I was on stage with him and was like hanging with him all night. And it was the same type of experience. However, the HBO thing, I had no idea that this was like a tour of or that would be his last tour. Um, I didn't know that people were documenting. Or I didn't, I'd seen the f- photographers, but. Yeah. So I want to say what? This past year, um, I'm at work, and someone called me and was like, oh, by the way, you know, um, you're on, I just seen you on an HBO documentary of DMX. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> and what was crazy is I couldn't even get off to go on a break fast enough to even I've see been what he was there. talking about. You get so. these big opportunities, and you're just living your life. <laughs> and it's like, wait, how do I get out of like the, the day job to go see what's yeah, going on I'm here? Like, oh, my goodness. So I went on break. And I looked it up, and I seen it, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I have got to go get HBO. Because I don't even yes. have that, like, apps. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I was very surprised. I said, oh, my. So, that I mean, I was like, I mean, what more could you ask for? Nothing. Amazing. Yeah. And amazing. to be in that documentary, because I hear very, very good things about yeah, it. And I didn't have a clue about nothing. No, you're just there. <laughs> yeah. How do you... Mm-hmm. pick your subject whether it's a celebrity or somebody mm-hmm. um somebody else i guess we'll start with celebrities and work backwards okay. um is it just somebody comes to town and you're like all right let me let me like draw them and go mm-hmm. see if i can hunt them down before after the show or promote or something so um growing up in pittsburgh i went to there was one major concert that i remember and that was like jay-z the heart knock life tour mm-hmm. um that's the only one that I could remember it was like major where everybody was like going to the Civic Arena. Um, I think Carl Thomas came, you know, but for the most part, there was never too many people coming. No. Um, to give us anything. It's really recent <laughs> that people have started to come to the city, which is yeah. nice. I don't know what shifted. Right. Um, but whatever has shifted, it's been a lot better. Cause even when exactly. I was growing up, the same thing, like, no one was coming. Mm-mm. My first concert, I think it was like um, the TRL tour, okay, which had wow. like Nelly, Destiny's Child, Eve, and a whole bunch of people. But I was like, you would never get half of them coming to the city without something big, like a big backer, like MTV mm-hmm. behind it. Mm-hmm. So it's really tough. Yeah, it is. So um, what actually got me going with the celebrities, 
um, like I said, I was doing the local celebrities. Yeah. And uh, Mike Dean, the Whammo mm-hmm. guy, um, I don't know how to say it, but I pretty much harassed him in his inbox every day, every day, every day. Um, he started having different um, th- uh, Thursday events at different bars and clubs and stuff. I would pop up there. Um, one time I finally cornered him and was like, I'm the girl who's been getting on your nerves. I do local celebrities, you know, can I please uh, get a spot on, it was like a working women Wednesday segment he had. Now, mm-hmm. please, can I get on? <laughs> so he brought me on. Thank you, um, Mike Jean. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And I drew this huge portrait of him. He didn't even know it. Um, <laughs> like I said, when you're younger, you could do things quick. Yes. Because <laughs> that did that quick. Um, drew a huge portrait of him. And he was so impressed that he was like, wow. He was like, we just had Cardi B here the week before. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And he was like, but we got somebody coming this weekend. If you could do a portrait, you know, maybe I can get you backstage or something. And I'm like, oh, right on. He tells me it's Young Boy NBA. And at the time, I'm like, okay, cool. I go home, Google who he is, or a picture. And I just drew it. And I seen a lot of pictures with him interacting with his son. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, oh, that'd be a nice little touch if I add a little picture of his son in it. Yeah. Well, I drew the picture. Everything worked out fine. Um, after, so I didn't, I couldn't make that event. So I just passed it along to Mike Dean for him to present it. Afterwards, my daughter was like, Mom, do you know who that is? And I didn't know until after the fact. That's a little young for me. Um, but it was big. And yeah. he, uh, NBA young boy, liked it. Mike Dean liked it. So he was able to um, ask me to do a couple more celebrities that had came. And that was kind of my introduction to celebrities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but... So I don't know what the initial question was. I hope I answered it somewhere along. <laughs> you the way. answered it just okay. how you like track down like okay. who you want as your subject. Okay. As far as celebrities. They kinda go. just dropped in my lap yeah. the celebrity ones. Especially if but. you're getting them as they're coming through town. Like if you're like trying to show like this is what Pittsburgh art is, like mm-hmm. thank you for coming through. This is my appreciation. It makes mm-hmm. sense that you would like get the ones that you appreciate that are coming to town because right. I think that's really nice because we both know the struggle of people not coming to town, nothing to do here sometimes. Mm-hmm. And just like showing an artist, hey, like I'm from here. I appreciate you so much that I took time out of my day mm-hmm. to like sketch you okay. in any capacity. Um, I, I would come back oh, if there's you. that much love. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Thank you. That's, that's the goal. That's the goal is to be a memorable last in city. You got so many cities you're going through. Yes. If you can remember... Or little city of Pittsburgh, that that that's that's like one up. <laughs> yes, and do you give them originals? I know this because we were talking beforehand. Mm-hmm. Or are you giving copies? No, they're actually copies. Um, if they reach out by email or anything like that to do any kind of like work backhand or anything, or if they're really interested in actually purchasing, they always can email me and I can get them the original that way. But um, just because it's a lot of hard work you put into it, and yes. not every celebrity is in a position to actually go in their wallet, even though we think they are. They're human. They're normal human beings, you know, and they're here to do a job. Yeah. So you don't want to come off too disrespectful by uh, 
you know, hey, could you give me three hundred dollars? Or you know, it, it, you know, so it's a process that I learned, and over time, um, you know, I learned to compromise. And that's what I tend to do is give copies, and I'll keep the original. Mm -hmm. And like I said, any celebrities out there, if you're interested in your original, you can even Cardi B, come back. (laughs) We got a portrait. We're just waiting to be drawn. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Staying away from portraits for now, because Cardi's going to hit you up in your email, probably as soon as she sees this. Um, You've done some other stuff, too, that's more structural. Mm -hmm. And uh, Galaxy Lounge, you've done like a castle theme. Yes. Yes. Was this just for an event? Did you just turn Galaxy Lounge into a castle? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and it seems like you conceptualize the entire thing, right? Yes, yes. Well, okay. that was her vision, too. Okay. It was the owner, Miss Carla. Um, her daughter was having a baby shower, and she was it was her first granddaughter. So she was looking to go really out, uh, extravagant, yeah. you know, all stops, all bells, whistles. Um, and that was completely her vision. There's an upstairs that they rent out for uh, different personal private parties. Okay. So the walkway is really, really, it already looks like a castle theme. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. it was very easy to just add on. But everything was definitely structured around her idea. And it looked like there was, was it like a mix of media in there as well? What materials do you even think of when someone (laughs) says, I don't even know how to describe it to anyone who's like watching. Like there's just this castle in a Mm -hmm. galaxy lounge. I don't know (laughs) if it's still up. Probably not. No, no. You can't go see it. (laughs) But Instagram, give her a follow. Give us a follow. Yeah. Um, And like cardboard, like what are you working with? So that was structured with different materials, but mostly cardboard. Okay. um, Structured boxes, a little bit of um, like plaster or, you know, just to kind of get the corners a little solid. But for the most part, that was it. Just cardboard, some really good... uh, it was like this kind of tape that I ordered offline mm-hmm. that um, I'm sure I'll probably have a hard time finding again if I ever needed it. But, um, yeah, it, it, it was really fun. And that's another thing that I had to get out my system from being a kid, that I would just do different things. And as I get older, I'm like, I got to get this one different thing that I do out of my system. And I really plugged it with that and... There you go. Yes. All right. And speaking of getting things out of your system, I want to talk about that in a second. But I do want to remind anyone who's watching or listening that, uh, number one, do follow us. Because we, Pittsburgh artists, institutions, nonprofits, we rely on those follows to basically build up, like, what we're doing. Like, so much of our opportunities comes from encountering people like Mike Dean in real life, Mm -hmm. encountering you so we can Mm -hmm. sit down. But a lot now, it's it's 2022, I'm talking to an iPad. (laughs) It's so much online. Um, We're also, I mean, this whole thing is a website. So pghmuseums.org, please go over there. It's a huge directory of all of the galleries and historical places. And we have an event calendar that's we want to be, if it's not already, the largest like event calendar for the area of Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania and Western Pennsylvania and maybe expanding eventually if if we get those follows um, to just like visit, support, do whatever you can. We have memberships with lots of benefits. We have behind the scenes stuff with some of the artists um, that you can watch in certain private areas. Um, The upstairs of Galaxy Lounge, please don't go there. The castle isn't up there. The exclusive (laughs) stuff is not up there with us. 
um, stay downstairs. But yes, support, support, support. Yes. Um, you've been active mm-hmm. in the art scene since when would you say your start was? Um, I would say probably about 2016. Okay. So few years into that, mm-hmm. we get um, slammed with the pandemic <laughs> and COVID. And we were talking about this beforehand too. Mm-hmm. And getting things from like your childhood out of your system. Not that those two things are exclusively related to this conversation. <laughs> right. We'll get to the point. Um, but structuring things in Galaxy Lounge. And then I'm scrolling on your Instagram, scrolling and I see it. <laughs> miniature dollhouses right? uh, like we have these beautiful drawings and paintings celebrities and things like in the portfolios miniature dollhouses out of nowhere <laughs> and i i need everyone to know the story like okay what how do you say from that that's a niche medium that i truly appreciate okay thank you thank yes you. you don't hear of too many people doing this no not too many um, so I was telling you earlier, real quickly, um, when I was little, my grandmother, she uh, used to do uh, work for a really rich lady, and her granddaughter had a really great antique older dollhouse that I was told not to touch when I had came to work with my grandmother one day, and I broke something that was on it, um, got in a little trouble, but that specific house always stuck with me i said i want one of those houses but it was handmade so it wasn't something that you could just go and buy to store um so when the pandemic happened um i'm scrolling on facebook market and i'm just like you know what could i do you know what could i buy and i came across this older antique dollhouse that was i mean it was so old it was so horrible <laughs> but i had a very cute vision for it mm-hmm. i bought it I flipped it just like how you would a real house. And 10 dollhouses later, <laughs> here I am. <laughs> and you are finding um, like niche places to even buy the stuff. I don't know if you want to give the, the company away, but you yeah. said that there's like one specific area to buy dollhouse like items at right. in the area. Right. There's a place in Aspenwall. Um, I can't think of her shop's name, but. It's the only one, so that, that I mean, if you Google her, I'm sure she'll she come, come up quick. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, she's the only place in this area that, um, like, kind of like the whole East Coast, kind of, that uh, she sells dollhouses, she has sells dollhouse furniture, um, anything pertaining to dollhouses, she has. And for her store to be small, I mean, she has everything you want. And once I looked her up and got her information... I mean, I was down there every other day, you know, just bad yeah. for little things. And so she was a great help to, to, to my dollhouse. Yeah. How collection. do you, how do you even like when you're making a dollhouse and buying the things and stuff, when you make an art piece, I'm sure you know this, like you get into a flow mm-hmm. and you get in, like, it's this mindset that's just like, it's the one thing you're working on it. There might be other things going on that you're dealing with, but like mm-hmm. that's on your mind mm-hmm. when you're building a, like a miniature dollhouse, how, mm-hmm. like it's tough to describe how it feels in general, but like, is it the same type of flow or are you just like, I'm a carpenter for the day? Yeah. A little bit of both. Okay. Almost like I'm, it's Christmas for me. I mean, cause I'm in my element, I'm creating, I'm being a carpenter. I'm be, but it, 
honestly, when I'm creating something, um, that's my happy place. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think I hear from every single artist that I speak yeah. to on the planet, including my own brain. So okay. it's it's cool that that transcends like into the different mediums too. Because right, right. you see people working too. Like I was transfixed on a building in Oakland like earlier this week mm-hmm. of like people just building something. Right. And I was like, okay, they're like in the flow of doing this and that is kind of cool to see that parallel. So it's Mm -hmm. cool to like connect that as well. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And there was this infomercial, I will say, that used to come on when I was a little kid. I don't know if anybody out there remembers, but it was a contest that you would send in, they would send you this packet. It was a turtle. It was a parrot with one eye. I don't know where and we're going with this It was in the early 90s. Okay. So many, that infomer or commercial, so many people to this day I run into, and I tell my story of how I started drawing, and they're like, I remember that commercial. So I just want to say shout out to whoever did that commercial, because after that plate incident with my grandma in an antique house, she ended up sending away, because she said she's into these type things. She's into Barbie. She's, and she sent away for that. And I don't know if that was a scheme or what, but it was such a great, because nobody won. I, they uh, never announced the winner. Yeah. <laughs> not, but that was a really great thing for an inner city kid that's watching TV that like is an outlet. Yeah. Um, and when I went to Ed Ganey's office, that's one of the things that I wanted to speak about mm-hmm. was promotion because that's so important. Oh yeah. You could draw all you want, but if you don't have an outlet or a way to promote it, it's kind of like goes nowhere. So with yeah. the celebrity art and all the different um, people that I've met, including you and Brian, that helped me out along my way to get to where I'm at. I couldn't have did it without any of you. No. And that sure. infomercial too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, when I think about stuff that I do, I always think about, like, my first influences. Mm-hmm. Uh, won't waste anyone's time for that. <laughs> Hit me up if you want to know. We're talking to you. But it all connects. Like, uh, so much of when I'm making stuff, I'm just, like, thinking about certain things in my childhood. Sometimes it's weird. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. cool. And promotion makes sense. This is why I hopped on to do this. Yeah. It's just to meet people like you to network and right. also, like, get the community together because it's such a slow process. And I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'm, I'm glad that we're speaking on it to people. Yeah. Like I yeah. showed up to events to um, like Bill Peduto was speaking out for promotion before Ed Ganey stepped in. Okay. Now we have Ed doing it and it's just, it's nice to see it keep going up. Yeah. Yep. Slowly, but steadily. Yeah. Pittsburgh is definitely, we're, we're, get, we're getting out there. Yes. We're getting out there. And you've mm-hmm. done some stuff locally too with uh red fishbowl too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you did something with, there was like a banner in Lawrenceville that you were a part of with yeah. a few other artists. Um, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Uh, Chris from Red Fishbowl, he reached out to me along with a couple other artists. And uh, we all collabed to do a certain letter in uh, Black Lives Matter's banner that he had down there mm-hmm. in Lawrenceville. Very cool project. One thing led to another. Um, he ended up pairing... The artist that did that banner, he ended up pairing um, two artists together, and we would do a like a collab piece. Mm-hmm. And 
So it's still down there. If you would like to go down there and see me and a, um, another artist, Ashanti, uh, we collabed and we did an awesome piece. Is it 42nd Street or nearby? Um, I Butler? tried to track it down. Butler. Okay, it's on Butler? Yeah, it's on Butler. Okay, find it. I'll probably be next to it, like, looking like this, right next to it, not even knowing that yeah. that's what I'm looking at. the intersection is, like, 42nd or something. Okay, but cool. Yeah. Head so down there. Yeah. yeah. Redfish Bowl. And uh, there was another one that you did with them called Coexist or Don't Exist or something like that. Um, I don't remember who that was. Mm. Was it them? Yeah. So that was the banner, actually. Coexist okay. or Don't Exist is what Redfish yeah, Bowl was calling it. Black Man, In yeah. 2020, when you were doing the Dollhouse, so you were having a busy 2020. Yes. <laughs> and to bring that back, also, you had the first annual Black Artist Festival that you put on yourself yeah. in Universal Park in Penn Hills. <laughs> yep. Busy 2020. And I was so nervous. I said, maybe I'm pushing it a little bit with this COVID thing. Everything was coming to an end as we thought. Yeah. You know, it was going up and down. We remember down. that summer. And I think yeah. everyone's going to remember that we summer. Like, so we confusing. We were ready to do something. Yeah. So... That um, particular year, um, it was my birthday coming, too. So I said, I'm going to just put it all in one. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I, I didn't know how to, the turnout was going to come. And I said, well, if I have my birthday, I know my family will at least come. Because COVID was, I don't know if anybody was wanting to participate. Yeah. But a lot of artists showed up. About six artists came. Um, nice. It was a really nice turnout. Everybody made some money. Everybody got a nice um, pictures, you know, for their booth and to promote on their um, page. Everything was beautiful. The kids was out. Uh, we had a couple different local artists that uh, performed. So everything was good, and that was a very good experience. When's the next one? <laughs> well, I had, a, I had a second one last year. It okay. was for Christmas, and I had presented my dollhouses. And that year, I didn't get so many artists' participation, but I did have a few that came out and other vendors that came out. And um, so this year, I'm looking forward to doing something a little closer to spring. Mm -hmm. That'll be my third one. Okay, cool. We will watch out for that. Um, And I guess just to close out, because we've talked so much about the pandemic, so much about the celebrity stuff came like pre-pandemic for the most part. Right. What's beyond that event that we are ready for and we will list on pghmuseums.org <laughs> what's in the future for you what do you what do you want to accomplish okay what so future wise i'm looking to uh I'm, I'm trying to enhance my dollhouse collection mm-hmm. and i don't have the space here for it but i would love to do something with the Pittsburgh art center or the museums or anything along those lines um, drawing is always going to be my number one, but I really, really start enjoying the different avenues and different structure and how building different things. Um, so I don't want to say too much of what's coming next, but just don't have know to. it'll be something in relations to, um, Pittsburgh, of course, and, um, pieces. So... Pittsburgh pieces. Stay tuned. All right. Stay (laughs) tuned. Thank you so much. Phaedra Hunter, uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us and inviting us to your lovely space. This is. Thank you. Thank you. This is uh, PGH Museum's Arta, Marjay Kozane, 2020K, the baddest electronic pop musician in the area. 
badass musician or and painter dollhouse maker i'll make you a musician if you want to be one continue doing that stuff and uh thank you so much to everyone thank you everyone (laughs) today's episode of art talk was hosted and edited by rj kozane and produced and edited by me brian crawford with music by taiga soundprod through a creative commons license get more information on the artist at pghmuseums.org our talk is made possible by our sustaining supporters become a sustaining supporter at pghmuseums.org support